tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! After show, we are the Parks Crew, talking about the third and fourth episodes of season seven tonight. I'm your host Katie Campbell, and alongside me, I have co-host Lexi Hamasfar. How are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm great. What did you positive. think of the episode? It was good. It was it was sentimental. I think we were all tearing up yes. a lot of the time. <laughs> yes, it's true. On the other side of the table, we have Lauren Salon and Quinn Skillian. How are you guys doing? Great. Yes, doing awesome. How do you like the season so far? You know what? It's really, really good. I think the third episode was a little bit filler, but the fourth one hit us pretty hard with some emotional feels. I think we all... So emotional. So emotional. It was so good, though. I know. I feel like we... We had a lot of Leslie and Ron, but I feel like we're resolving the issues Mm -hmm. in these Mm -hmm. first couple episodes. Yeah. So let's jump into... Episode three was called William Henry Harrison. And it opened up with Leslie talking about she was trying to find some historical reason to have that national park. You know, she wanted that land to be a national park, so she was trying to find some historical reason. And she was talking to Zorp, the lizard god. (laughs) The reasonableness. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And there were a couple others. There were the Indiana brown ants. Instead of 600 million, Mm -hmm. now there was 595 million. All these crazy things. What did you guys think about all of that? I thought it was funny that she was interviewing all of these really extreme people just to find... I mean, she was just struggling for some right. reason to save this park. It's funny because it's like almost like half she knows she wants this national park because that's Leslie and she knows she wants to preserve it. And the other half is that she, like, is... It's personal. You know, mm-hmm. it's like her versus Ron. So, we're, you know, over who gets who gets the land. So it's funny because it's like, does she... She wants a national park, yeah, but she also wants to prove Ron wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. A, at this point a battle between the two of them who will win. And it's all about the competition <laughs> as well. So we're, we're pulling out anything that we can to get this park, yeah. basically. Yes, and we have on the other side with Ron, he... They're trying to find a uh, VP, like a new, a new cool something for Grizzle. And they, they're trying to figure out what it is, and they decide that they want uh, to bring a celebrity in. And they're going... To be like the face. Yes, right. the face To of, give it like some more notoriety or whatever. Exactly. And then Tom puts together this list, and I think it's hilarious he put himself on there. Yeah. <laughs> Don, Don is like... Uh, that's your handwriting that wrote your name, Tom. He's like, oh, oh, what? <laughs> what do you know? It is like a complete different pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a purple pen. How much did you love though that the vice president of Grizzle was had a, his desk was a treadmill? Yeah, a walking, standing desk. I thought that was awesome, and I thought it was hilarious too because half the time I didn't really understand what he was saying, and Tom was breaking it down for Ron, and, and <laughs> right, I was right, glad like, he was oh, doing that. Oh my god, yeah. Tom translating was so funny. He's like, yeah, we. I don't even remember what that guy was saying, but it made literally no sense. You know who knew? 
Tom knew. Yeah. Well, because he has all those different code words for the food, like chicky, chicky, parm, parm, and, you know, all those different, like, food <laughs> yeah, code words. So bu- buzzwords. They spoke the same language. I forgot about chicky, chicky, parm, parm. I'm so happy you reminded me of that. <laughs> I still Future watch words, that. Thanks. I will go and look that up to watch it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't, oh, my gosh. Tom is so funny. But I, I honestly was so grateful for him telling Ron what was happening because I was like, am I just, I don't understand what this guy is saying right now. But um, Leslie, going back to Leslie, she actually does decide somebody comes into her office and he had been in before in the previous shows talking about how William Henry Harrison actually had a, what was it a cabin like a hunting lodge yeah hunting like lodge. a lodge yeah yeah and he was the president for 32 days yes. mm-hmm. until he got sick he, because he didn't wear a coat wear a coat at inauguration and died and he died he got a bad cold yeah. back yeah. then yeah and when he actually took them there though there was really not a cabin just like a couple bricks and a bag of old hamburgers. I felt like it was an Indian burial ground. The way the struck the stones oh, were structured yeah. around like the house. It and was stuff. super ancient. You're yeah, right. I was surprised there was nothing with the Indian burial ground. Like Ken Hotante coming back and saying something about Indian land, right? Or did yeah, you guys not kinda, agree? Well, that kind of got brought up. What was it? First episode, second episode, first, first. Yeah, wanted him to donate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he said no, and I think that was. Pretty much the end of that conversation. Yeah, I I don't think they would ever get Indian donations for the government wanting their land back. But I was shocked, though, that they weren't saying that there was something that happened with the Indians on that land. Oh, yeah. They could have used that angle. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. because that's usually where they went. I mean, we've seen so many things like that. There was a curse on the Harvest Festival. She did that. No, she did that exact plan with the pit outside Anne's house. Yes. Did not go well. I remember during that episode, she's like, I've made a huge, huge mistake. So I think she won't won't mess with that again. Yes. Yeah, I know, but I I just figured that was going to come back because it has so many times. But, uh... Bill Haggerty is his name, the guy with the William H. Okay. And he said that there was a descendant of him, great nephew. How did you guys think about, what did you guys think about that? I think it was so funny. It's just, uh, just this kid whose last name happens to be Harrison, and they've just decided that he's the great, great descendant or whatever. This yeah. guy, we're like, he might not be. He could yeah. just have that he's last like, name. I'm just a normal guy, <laughs> and then apparently Andy had gone to camp with him, and... Yeah. Embarrassing things that happened there. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Because they wanted, you know, since Grizzle's going to do a celebrity face, they decided they also needed a celebrity face. So they were going to have right. this, you know, the bloodline. Yeah, the bloodline of this guy. And uh, that didn't pan out so well. And now alongside all of this going on with Leslie and Ron, we had the notoriety. Like, he needed to have some signatures. Um, ben was needing Leslie and Ron to be in the same room. And she was just not going to have it. She mm-hmm. was acting like a kid. And she's like, I'm not acting like a kid, but she was. And then, of course, Terry comes in saying, actually, I became a notary. And it was his lifelong dream, and he was so excited. After after a brief stint in the hospital, don't worry, it was just a few weeks, (laughs) I realized I need to really chase my dreams, and one of those is being a public notary. And and Andy was like, oh, I'm bored already. Yeah. Yeah. The story being worse. One of the most boring jobs ever. (laughs) Yeah. But he loved it. I know. This he, whole episode, he, he was about it. talking about, you know, exactly 2.5 pounds of pressure yeah. for the perfect stamp. That's what you need. And the notary, the notary email that goes out every single week that's just sheer fun. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. <laughs> he was obsessed with it. It I was so funny. Whole, I thought the whole Ben having to get the signatures thing was, like, a little weird, though. Like, I was like, nah. 
because I know that they're just trying to get them in the same room and everything. Right. But I, I don't know. I thought Ben was kind of wasted in this episode a little bit. But yeah, they finally got them together. Just playing the middleman. Yeah. I'm glad that Terry kind of had a storyline exactly. in this episode. Yeah. He never yeah. gets to do that. Really let shine Terry a shine. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I, I agree, though, that I think Ben kind of got shafted a little bit. Mm-hmm. But until the moment he said that he thought he was in purgatory or he was a ghost like i thought that was so great like groundhog day yeah Yeah. it was so funny he's like are you listening i am a ghost and i'm gonna have to keep asking you (laughs) tomorrow so good and the fact that terry gives up everything to ron every time ron asks it's like it's totally him yeah but um so at the actual press conference uh, we have Leslie trying to... Well, she goes to the museum first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was in good. this museum. It was the William Henry Harris... Harrison Museum. Harrison Museum, yeah. but it's like there there just isn't they, enough I, about him to yeah. have a whole museum, so it's all like, if he had lived, this could have been part of his life. This right. would have been his coat. <laughs> yeah. And, and a whole room dedicated to other famous Harrisons, like Chris Harrison, who hosts The Bachelor, Harrison <laughs> Ford, George Harrison of The Beatles... <laughs> All sorts of things and other things that were famous for one month yeah, at right. a time, and they're playing Chumbawamba, Tub Thumper in the background. <laughs> so Tub Thumper. And there was actually something that you guys caught about right. what would have been if he was in office for longer about The Wire. Yeah. Well, so The Wire was one of the shows that inspired Parks and Recreation. It was like kind of it was inspired by The Wire and The Office, the British Office. And um, so, yeah, it was funny because that newspaper, the huge newspaper, was like, The Wire sweeps the Emmys. And right. so it was kind of an homage to the inspiration for the show. Yeah, which is a really clever way for the writers and creators to throw that sort of thing in there. And, you know, you have to be quick to be able to catch those things. So we almost yeah. missed it ourselves. Right. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't win that Emmy. <laughs> I know. Really should have won. Among all of those things, though, they come up with a tin ball that they used to roll down the streets. Right. And that's the thing that they were going to use at the press conference. Well, they rolled it down the streets when he was when he was campaigning. When William Henry yes, Harrison yeah. was campaigning, this is this was some kind of campaign ploy, I suppose. And they would I, sing the campaign song, right? Yes, yeah. but I'm, I'm trying to understand what exactly did that do for the citizens when they were voting back then, like in 1860. Well, because the song, the little folk song that they sang, was like against Martin Van Buren, so right. it was like he's a bad man yeah. fan or something like that. So I guess that was just so kind of like, like an anti-campaign. It's like yeah. a moving advertisement or something, okay. or like a billboard that they're just rolling around to from city attention. to city. That yeah. must have been intense. <laughs> yes. that's, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of work. <laughs> While they're doing that, we have Ron and Donna and Tom over at Bluesh and talking to Annabelle Porter. She's ridiculous. Oh my God. What, is, what is Bluesh exactly? I'm sorry. It's the website where it hosts the popular things. Like she decides okay. what's popular. Everybody thinks it's popular. Got it. Like right. yeah. back, we've seen her before in previous seasons, and she. Um, decided that Ron's chair that he made from scratch was in. So they had this whole conference, this whole event and everything, and he, she wanted him to make a lot of quantities, and it was actually going to be manufactured chairs, and he's like, mm-hmm. no, I built this. So right. 16 a yeah. year. Yeah. 16 chairs a year. And I was telling the girls earlier that I feel like they are making Annabelle's character kind of a hyper comedic version mm-hmm. of Gwyneth Paltrow and her website Goop, which sometimes has very ridiculous things on it, like how to boil an egg. And yet people <laughs> will spend, you know, 50 bucks on her cookbook for the simplest thing. So that's kind of reminds me 
Um, it seems like that character is kind of based. Yeah, on, like, and she like she decides like everything's like super vegan, and she's like, oh, and you've had you've had almond milk, and you've had soy milk. Have you tried beef milk? <laughs> Comes from cows. Sixty dollars a gallon. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, that's just milk. Donna's yeah. like, no. It tastes almost like this was squeezed through a tiny hole from a cow's <laughs> body. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ron's standing there, like it's milk, pulling his hair out. Are, are you seeing? That was our first yeah. swear, swear we got from Ron. Right. We he cussed a lot yeah. this episode. Two f bombs. Yeah. Two f bombs. So yeah. hilarious. I, I didn't know half the time what she was talking. about. She said the things that are in right now are asymmetrical overalls. <laughs> I like beef milk, you know. I, I half yeah. the time I have no idea what she's saying. I think that's the point for yeah, it to be it's so the point. over it's, our head, and it's just so ridiculous and out there that their phrases that are in the you know organic and gluten free, asymmetrical and, and fashion, <laughs> yeah, super trendy world, but that put together don't really make sense. But yeah. she right. she said yes to the bid, so she's going to be the face for Grizzles. Uh, I, I guess you know yeah. campaign yeah. for for the mm-hmm. for the national park and, space now, and of course she signs the notarized document, yes. which makes it invalid again. So yet <laughs> yeah. again, Ben has to go through the whole process right. of getting right. signatures. Yeah. But Jerry enjoys it. He yeah. actually oh, yeah. likes the fact that they keep messing up. I mean, do you remember when they were campaigning for Leslie and? He, they put all the wrong flyers in the envelopes. Yes. Like, oh, let's do it all over again. And he, he did it for hours. <laughs> he was He's so happy. Like, that's, oh. that's Terry, Jerry, Larry that's like for his you. home, though. I feel like he's so comfortable because he knows what he's doing and these, I don't know, such menial tasks. Mm-hmm. Leslie that said that exactly. So, yeah. Almost exactly that. She's like, you know, we just need a mindless factotum and he, who else yeah. is better? Yeah. Than Terry. Than Terry. Yeah. In this episode, too, we also had April trying to find her career. We mm-hmm. saw that in the mm-hmm. last couple mm-hmm. of episodes, and Andy's trying to help her. And everything he's saying doesn't work for her. Right. So he tries to do this word technique where she says a word, he says a word. And she was saying executive, trampoline, and <laughs> corporation, trampoline, it didn't work. Trampoline, pass. Yeah. <laughs> so we have her trying to think, maybe I could work at a museum when they were at the museum, and she's, you know... He said that they don't pay people. They're all volunteers. Right. And they pay people 50000 a year in William Bucks. Yeah, well, Harrison Bucks. They work at the vending Bucks. machine that's broken. <laughs> so he comes up with this whole thing to make a list of what she does like, which is dogs, sleeping, you know. She likes weird birthmarks, she said. But he, yeah. tra- he tried to do that. What did you guys think about Andy's character actually solving her problem. It's so sweet. He knows her so well. He does. Yeah, because he's such a doofus most of the time that mm-hmm. you get these really kind of insightful moments from him that are, this you season, know, though, round out his character a lot. Exactly. Yeah. He's been very insightful this season. Yeah. And yeah. W- yeah, I remember the last episode, he like said something really insightful, then he ended up like ruining it right at the last second or something like that. Like he almost, <laughs> yeah. he almost had it together. And well, then he like it. saved the story for um, that's Tom. Tom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chicago. Yeah. So again, we're getting, we're, he's, he's growing up a little bit, you know, it's been three years, he's starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his, his big insight at this point was saying that, you know, April really loves working one on one with people mm-hmm. or dogs. Yeah. So, so she just likes to be working. With one other person, she doesn't work in a big office or a big team. That's what she needs to find. Something where she can just kind of like do what she loves with just like one other person. And he's going to write the list why she loves those things. Right. So that will help her figure out what job she can do. Very smart. And at the actual press conference, we have Leslie, you know, giving her presentation with a tin ball. And it's kind of boring. It's not really impressive to anybody. And then all of a sudden, she's not even done yet. And we got some music going. And Tom starts talking like a little mogul that he is 
and he starts putting on this presentation that's ridiculous. No substance. Yeah. Right. The curtains open up, and then there's the grizzle performance. And it's totally. someone's daughter's dancers yeah. coming out and, like, yes. getting their groove things on. And well, and I don't think that Tom and Donna were, that neither one of them were really comfortable with it because they felt like they were just completely ambushing Leslie's right. press and conference, which they were doing. Yeah. And yeah. when they set up their table outside, you know, against Leslie's, they even said, wait, we're... We're just going to come in here and jump in on their press conference. And, and Ron's like, yeah, we're this competition. We need to win this thing. Who mm-hmm. cares? So I think that was the first moment we saw that they were turning towards maybe we're all going to be a gang again. Because they're mm-hmm. like, no, this isn't the right thing to do. Right. The competition feels like it's kind of crossed the line there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And when act, when Ron and Leslie 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 actually start <laughs> Lauren <laughs> when they actually start talking and fighting when he says that she's not good at scrapbooking that was the moment oh, fighting words yes and she backed off final straw yeah yeah and so which leads into the fourth episode a little bit of the end of the third episode but the fourth episode is where they lock them in the Parks and Rec office and this is how the gang thinks this is where, how we're going to solve this problem and they'll be friends again mm-hmm. we have a to lock f- in yeah force them into the same room for however long 16 hours or something like disconnect that disconnect the phones yeah disconnect all the phones no way to get out told everyone not told all the people in the building not to open mm-hmm. the door for them and they're mm-hmm. like you guys are going to work this out you have yeah. no other choice leaving them in there for what 12 hours I don't remember until 8am yeah. Yeah. the so next through the whole night with a baby monitor. Yeah. <laughs> baby monitor. If they resolve their issues, they'll phone in on the baby monitor and then they'll come unlock them. Did right. you guys think that this was going to work? I did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, the episode yeah. was called Ron and Leslie. Mm-hmm. So I knew right away. I was like, we're finally going to figure out what this is all about. Right. We're going to learn what Morningstar is finally. And uh, we're going to start to see them. Because realistically, they could only keep the Ron and Leslie feud going for so long. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, they couldn't have dragged yeah, this I out. I don't think it could have been like one more episode maybe, but... I think this was a perfect one full episode of them being locked in a room together was yeah, perfect. It's so bizarre. I feel like we've gotten so used to um, like the kind of the structure of the show and like the relationships and everything. And so to have, you know, this kind of duo that have been kind of so dynamic for like the entire run of the show to have them kind of fall apart, kind of put everything into whack. So I think we kind of mm-hmm. needed to get them back together to get back to, like, Parks and Rec again. Like, we, mm-hmm. want, yeah. we want our show back a little bit. Because right. when I was gone, it kind of, everything kind of fell apart a little bit. I think we were all ready for that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And what more of a tribute to, like, the entire season than to have them reunite on neutral ground in the Parks and Rec office. I 100%. thought that was such a sweet thing. It was so mm-hmm. sweet. I think mm-hmm. it was absolutely perfectly fitting yeah. for them. Back where it all began. Yeah. In the beginning of the episode, we see that they're trying to convince Terry to open up the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to listen, which, you know, I thought was very interesting, too, the way that they have gone in the future, the way that the door is. You have a key card, and it's clear. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. I mean, it's 2017. Yeah, I, we, I, yeah, it was like, it was like a sense. Sorry. <laughs> like a sensor where they just kind of like pulled it out or whatever. And like, yeah. Just like swiped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right in the beginning, she breaks the baby monitor she threw it on the ground because they were arguing over what they were their plan was to tell everybody that oh yeah they solved it and this is why she has come to the realization that she's done this and mm-hmm. he's come to the realization that he's done that and they couldn't even agree on that so they were gonna lie about, yeah, just about solving it. the problems being like, well we'll just say that you know i'm amazing and you're still stubborn he's like well why do we have to say that i'm stubborn why can't we say that you're stubborn she's mm-hmm. like okay breaks them she just throws it yeah. So then she tries to make him talk because he says he's not going to talk anymore. He's just going to sit here until 8 a.m. and be quiet. And all of her methods. Yeah, she bets him. And Ron's like, 
I'll a take that. betting man. So he's like, fine, crosses his arms and just sits there. Yes, and all of her methods were hilarious. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, slaps him, talk, 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 talk. The post it, yeah, the covers his, oh him God. in post its, drips water on him. Yeah, water torture. Puts a fan on him and yells at him through the fan. Nothing works until Billy Joel. Until she <laughs> brings out the 2007 soundtrack for one of their parts yeah, and rock events that she made. And yeah. everybody <laughs> picked a song, and she was not going to play Ron's song. Because she knew he'd like it, but she like picked Terry's song, mm-hmm. and that was so funny. That was such so a good funny. moment from her. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to know if that was ad libbed. Oh, I bet. I, I hope. I bet it she's was. that good. That yeah. I hope it was. So she doesn't but know yeah. the words to "We Didn't Start the Fire," we which, like, which fire. obviously has like a lot, you know, a lot it's of really so fast, fast verses. Yeah, like, and she just went into it completely improved. Whatever this song, she's like, "I'm gonna make you listen to it." And just so you know, oh, I don't know any of the words. Goodness, so she improved the entire first <laughs> verse. It was yeah. absolutely fantastic. And when she gets and into the second verse, is when he finally breaks. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "All right, I guess I'm gonna keep going." Another verse. Yeah. And it's just so ridiculous that he can't even handle it anymore. And gosh, if you didn't catch all those lyrics, seriously, go back, watch it with closed captioning, or look it up because man, that That's was gonna so be funny. All over the internet tomorrow. So sure. I feel like there'll be gifts in the morning. Exactly. Yes. Leslie yeah. dancing around. Yeah, it was so good. Her moves. She was her saying lyrics. things that like he didn't like too. Some of the some of the things that she said in the very beginning were things that he didn't like. I can't remember off the top of my head right now what the exact words that she was saying. Yeah, it was oh, like non-Ron type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yes. So I think that's honestly what made him break, uh, other than the fact that it was ridiculous and annoying. But she... God, it was funny. It was. So <laughs> he said, he broke, and he said, I'll give you three minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. So they start breaking out a timeline, mm-hmm. and they start Over, talking. like, the, the timeline of them, their friendship kind of coming to an end. Kind of like the... Yes, her... From start to finish. Yeah. In May, she went to the National Park, and then she took April. She took Terry first. And then she took April, and Morningstar happened two mm-hmm. years ago, and we finally learned what yeah. that was. Mm-hmm. Two months after Leslie left, right? The Morningstar thing happens. Yes. And we finally learned what that was. I mean, finally, because we have all been guessing. We had people on YouTube guessing about what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you guys think? I thought it was breakfast. Yeah, I well, thought it had to do with the morning company. star and yeah. frozen food. Yeah, because, you know, both Ron and Leslie are such big breakfast fans, and that's been a huge thing throughout the entire, you know, series. And when I think of Morningstar, I think of, like, yeah, like, yeah. breakfast, like, sausages and stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, oh, something went down. Like a showdown between which is better, waffles or Morningstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my favorite tweets that we got was from at GRL1114. And he says, before tonight, was I the only one thinking that Morningstar had to do with Leslie tricking Ron into eating a veggie burger? <laughs> Hashtag Parks and Rec. So you aren't the only ones who thought that. Yeah. And we had somebody on YouTube say that they thought it was a little Sebastian, you know, another one of those. I actually thought that might have been it. Some kind of argument mm-hmm. over okay. a new little Sebastian. Oh, the mm-hmm. dwarf pony. I yeah, saw that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. I think we're all really happy that it was something a little bit more substantial, though. I it needed to be, yeah, I because it would have been weird if she, Leslie, was holding this grudge over him. That was small. really silly. Like, yeah, yeah, for three years. But to her, it was very important because what it ended up being is that he was building a luxury apartment complex right next to the Pawnee Commons, which she made that a park. That was her. Mm-hmm. That's what started the show. The whole yeah. Thing, yeah. And it was right next to Anne's house, and that means they had to take out all those houses, including Anne's house, to build this apartment complex. And she said, how could you do this? Because this is where so many things happened. Yeah. I mean, we had um, Andy and April meeting there. 
Mm-hmm. We had the so many like Leslie's dress. Wedding her wedding yeah, dress wedding was made. Dress. She had her first smoky eye. Oh yeah, makeup done yeah. for Anne. I mean, her, her rings were actually made from something in Anne's house as well. Oh yeah, the scones. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then Chris Traeger and a- or in um, Anne. Everything. Their pregnancy, all of that was there. Mm-hmm. Yes, so yeah, many so memories. So it kind of felt like, you know, Ron demolishing the house was like he didn't, you know. Yeah, she care. said it was like he was spitting on everything that they had done, worked yeah. on together over the last several years. Exactly. And he said that wasn't the whole story. No. And then the timer went off. So, of course, we're like, wait, what is the rest of the story? We were all like, no! <laughs> I know. But then we learn that he goes back into the office and she starts to break out this old file, and she has all these papers everywhere. He's like, what are you doing? And she's getting out her file from when she applied. Mm-hmm. And she starts reading. Her, when she applied to her first job. With yes, the with the Park. Like seven years ago, whatever. Yeah. And she was reading the interview. What did you guys think about that, hearing those moments? I thought it was fitting that it was only three sentences long. Yes. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what yeah, you, what was like, it that she was an absurd, absurd human or something that she would just, undoubtedly yeah. drive me insane and we may murder each other. And then the last line is hire her, which is very fitting for Ron. Great. Because, you know, you know, she disagrees fundamentally with every single thing that he stands for. Yeah. And uh, he, he knew that, like, and it wasn't so much about what she believed, but that she believed in it so much that he knew that he wanted to work with her. Right, yeah, because they disagreed during that initial interview, and Leslie stood up for herself and kind of voiced her her side of the story, and Ron really appreciated that she was tough and honest. And that's how it's always been, I think. He's always said, you annoy me so much, but what would the Parks Department be without her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that he basically, you know, he wanted to, or she, she made him tell her why exactly why she was hired and they went through the argument and yeah mm-hmm. and the brownies right yeah she wrote after the interview she wrote him a thank you note and apologized for raising her voice and sent him some apology brownies and he said and they, they were, were good yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he so. still wouldn't explain <laughs> no. exactly what happened like what started everything we were still wondering and she was questioning him so then he pulls the alarm which we found out it was disabled a while ago because April kept pulling it, so it's sprinklers. <laughs> just sprinklers, just, just sprinklers. water, no fire department. <laughs> so they get soaking wet, they have to put new clothes on. And Ron gets in Craig's yoga outfit. <laughs> right, bright yellow yoga outfit. Sweats, a tank top, he looks ridiculous. Leslie found just some, you know, like, sweats and a yeah. sweatshirt. It looks yeah. pretty normal, but man, Ron's outfit. Yeah. pretty great. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I've seen everything. I've seen you with your mustache off. You know, your facial hair is gone. I've seen it all. And she holds up a picture of the two of them with Lil Sebastian and says, what made this friendship go south, basically? Mm-hmm. And he broke. Lil Sebastian. Lil Sebastian. We should have known that was the key. Yeah. Oh, Brings everyone together. Everybody together. He has cried two times in his life. Remember when he was hit by a bus when he was seven and when Lil Sebastian, Sebastian died. died. So that was... What a beautiful vigil that was. Do you um, remember? Yeah. That, Take that's us back there. Exactly where he got his facial hair burned off, right? It was. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. That's 100% true. Yes. And... Then he, him and Leslie start drinking and talking about that whole situation, and he admits that she basically, she left, mm-hmm. Terry left, she took April. She started hiring all these other people from, mm-hmm. from the Parks Department to work with her in the National uh, Regional right? Park, yeah. Department. Tom and Donna left to go do their own businesses, and one day he looked out and there was nobody he recognized. 
I mean, really this is making sad. me tired. Well, and there was like a shot of like Ron like oh, eating a burger, and he looks up, and there's all these like strangers yeah. outside the door, and you just like see this like realization. Where he's like, I don't even like this job, and the people that I love who made it worth, you know, who made who made me like at least tolerate yeah. it are gone now. His, well, and his it, workplace proximity, yeah, okay. acquaintances. Yeah. You would never call him his friends, but his workplace. Right. Queens. Well, and it flashed back to April's zombie party. Yes. And I guess that was right when April made the decision to leave. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and like April was dog. probably his favorite of anybody. You know, I think he and April kind of always had, you know, they're kind of cut from the same cloth, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And so then when April left, it was like the first kind of right big blow. Big yeah. blow. So he did the unthinkable and he went up to ask <sighs> Leslie. I know. Went up to the third floor. Yes. And for the first time, and he went to ask her basically for a job and wanted to ask her over lunch the next day. Mm-hmm. She agreed to go, and then she couldn't because she flew to Washington for something. She forgot. I totally yeah. forgot. She's totally stood him up. off. She has too much on her plate. Yeah, she's like, so you can Juggling tell. Juggling too much. Almost every time we see Leslie at work, she's, there's paperwork and there's people coming up and talking mm-hmm. to her. It's like obvious that she's like busy, busy. She's got the kids and everything like that. So um, she, yeah, she just like totally dropped the friendship ball. I for the first time ever, so you, sad. And you never really see Leslie has always been like, like the queen yeah, of the she's friends. So on top she's like of the everything. best friend, and like with like the birthday parties and like the presents and everything. Like you the going away party. We've yeah, we've never seen her not be like the best friend. Remember when she right. sent Ron on like the scavenger hunt and right. everything? And so then to see this, it's like wow, like everything is so is so different. And mm-hmm. she she apologized. Yeah, and they made up with their friendship. And they started to clean up the entire office and then, you know, hanging that breakfast poster and... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. To make it look like it used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then when everybody came in in the morning, they saw ridiculousness. Yeah. yeah. They again playing so Billy Joel. <laughs> Hammer. Yeah. Wasted. Wasted. <laughs> Dancing. Saxophone. <laughs> Ron's, yeah, playing his saxophone. And so it's obvious that we've, you know, we've kind of reconciled. And we did get to see Craig for a moment for yelling some. about what... What they were done to his yes, office. Exactly. And, and Oren. And Oren. We did see a cameo of Oren. And at the very in the last scene, it was so precious, made me tear up again. April came in and said you had a visitor. And Ron had a present for her. And it was a frame with the picture that she gave him six hours ago, but the frame was the gift because it was Anne's door. Yeah, it was wood made from Anne's door, and that was like Yeah. You know, because they had to demolish the house, so he and saved great, a piece for Leslie. Because he knew that they were gonna. He said, "When we, you know, when we become friends yeah. again, I'm gonna give you this." So he knew back then that they weren't gonna stay mad forever. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because they're the dynamic duo. I mean, how could they ever just ruin a friendship permanently? I know. What do you guys think is going to happen? Any predictions for the next couple episodes? Definitely. I think now that we have. And now, um, you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. Um, <laughs> I think now that um, everything is solved with, you know, I guess, yeah, now, now that Leslie and Ron are friends again, I think the rest of this season is going to be absolutely crazy. I, I think because we had a pretty heavy first first couple episodes. And so I think now that now that that's kind of the sadness is over, it's just going to be so wacky. We're going to have cameos. We're going to have crazy one-liners. We're going to have, we're going to be going up against Grizzle now, I think, yeah, together. That's, that's what yeah. I'm wondering about. If now that Ron and Leslie have reconciled, is someone else going to take Ron's place on the Grizzle team? And is that still going to be kind of a competition or will that just kind of resolve as well? 
You know what I'm, I'm just waiting sure. for is when Chris and Anne come back. Yes. Yeah. And they're because. cute baby. And Anne and Leslie finally reuniting. I yes. can't wait oh. for that moment. And the triplets. We still have to see yeah. the triplets. Yeah. 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 We're four episodes in and we have not seen Leslie and Ben's kid. And Champion. Where's Champion? Where's yeah. Champion? We'll see him, you they guys. They mentioned Hopefully. him. They mentioned him. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it'll be in the next episode, next couple episodes. But since there's a week before the next two episodes... Where can we find you guys on Twitter and YouTube? Anything. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Quinn Skillion, at Instagram at Quinstagram, that's Q underscore Instagram, and on Vine at the Quinn B. And you can find me at Lauren Salon pretty much everywhere Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, you name it. It's Salon, S A L A U N. And you can find me on all social media at Lexi Hammersfire. You can find me on Twitter at Katie Campbell. That's Katie with three E's and Instagram at Katie Campbell 13. Go to iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. Talk to us during the week. Tweet us. We love to talk to you guys and yeah. we will see you next week. Buzz you later. Bye guys. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz yes. TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 